you know, man can create some pretty beautiful and wonderful things. But he doesn't hold a candle to what God can create. Thanks for joining us. This is Mossy Oak Properties. Find your favorite place. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is episode one of Find Your Favorite Place podcast. My name is Billy McOwen. I'm your host. I am joined today by Andrew Walters, our broker in charge of the Greenville office. How are you doing today, Andrew? Hey, Billy. I'm doing great. How are you? And we're doing great. So uh, let's go ahead and get started here and uh, have some fun. All right, Billy. Why don't you tell us a little story about how you got started with Mossy Oak Properties and how that has evolved into where the Land and Farms Realty Group is at today? It's actually a really great story. You know, back in 2010, uh, we were over uh, at the Harold Associates office up over in the beach, and Brian and I occupied an office in the second floor, and we were well, I mean, we were starving. We, it was on the heels of what was the just the worst real estate market we had had in two decades. And we, we were just wondering, you know, what to do next. And we get a phone call from David Holly, and he says, hey, you know, this is David Holly from Mossy Oak Properties. And, and we're uh, interested in uh, developing a territory there in North Carolina. And you guys were on our radar screen and uh, we want to know if you'd be interested in talking to us about joining our network. All right. So what was going through your mind when you got that phone call? Well, I mean, we were, we were really excited. And, and the next thing we knew, this, this package shows up in the, in the mail, and it's about an inch and a half thick franchise disclosure document that was uh, just, you know, a, a really light read, as you can imagine. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll never forget it. It was Thanksgiving uh, of 2010. I took that big old brick of a book home over the Thanksgiving weekend, and it was Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, I grabbed a cup of coffee and sat down on the couch, and I read that thing cover to cover. And, you know, took a little post-it notes and made some notes and walked in the office on Monday morning, laid that on Bobby's desk and said, hey, man, I, this looks pretty good. You might want to check out those little spots there I noted, but, uh, man, I say we do it. And, you know, we were off to the races. I got you. So what happened next? And what were some of the governing factors that led you to become a Mossy Oak Properties franchisee? Well, you know, we, we, we started having some regular conversations with those guys. And, and you know, uh, you know what I mean by those guys is Chris Holly, Toxie, and those you know fellows down in, in uh, Mississippi, West Point, Mississippi, which is where the uh, headquarters of Mossy Oak is. And, you know, through you know, a number, a couple of tries, we had some weather issues and some other stuff. But in early 2011, uh, we jumped on a plane and went down there and spent a couple of days with those guys. And, you know, we were, we were just looking to sort of connect with them. We wanted to get a feel about their, their, their mission, their vision, their values. We wanted to see a really good alignment, uh, with what we had planned and just to really kind of see what those guys were all about. And, you know, we left there making the decision that we were, you know, joining forces with some uh, like-minded people and just felt like it was a good idea at that point moving forward. Okay. So when did you guys actually start? Well, uh, we opened up our first franchise in Nags Head, North Carolina in April of 2011. Okay. So what was that first year like? Well, it was tough. I mean, I, it, you know, we, 
when we started, it was some pretty humble beginnings. I mean, honestly, we, it's a little embarrassing to talk about now, but, but here's the way it, it was. It's the truth. You know, we started with 10 listings worth about $2.7 million. And they were spread out in five different counties. And, you know, there was three of us. So, I mean, I think you can kind of do the math here. One of those listings was several hundred acres up on the Currituck Sound north of us. Uh, and you know, that was an $825,000 listing that we never sold by the way. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, uh, we were just, we were just struggling. We, you know, we didn't have nothing and, and we were just, I mean, we were literally starting from scratch and that first year was really tough. You know, I'd be honest with you, you know, I probably wasn't the easiest guy in the world to be around. You know, I was hundred hours a week, head down, just driven, to make something happen, you know, I mean, look, you know, I have a, you know, had a wife, have a wife, a, you know, kid, family, house, cars, responsibilities, and the real estate market was what the real estate market was. And we just, you know, we just were doing everything we could to make something happen. I mean, it was a, it was a tough time. And, uh, but we, we, we really put our heads together and really took some risk is is it you know we went out and did things in places that other people were backing away from and we were able to get every every little step we would take in that direction we would get a foothold and then we'd take another step and another step and and it was one of those things where uh you know around every corner was just another miracle that you know that was happening for us and it didn't take long before we figured out we had made the right decision but i think what's most important in that first year is that here's what we learned is that as, as individual agents and brokers and owners, we only had a certain sphere of influence ourselves personally and our business connections only reached so far. What we realized was, is that the Mossy Oak brand was something that would transcend those boundaries that we were experiencing. We, understood very quickly that we could go into places where nobody knew us and would never have known us and introduce that Mossy Oak brand and people would gravitate to it. And that was, that was the key that unlocked so many doors for us to get inside. And then, you know, then we could do our business, you know, with our, you know, with our skill and our personalities and, and, and get started doing that. But getting in the door with the Mossy Oak brand was the, was the ticket to uh, that first year. And uh, I mean, it was, look, it, it was a meager beginning. I mean, this is no joke. I mean, I think we did $3 million in sales our first year. I mean, we have agents now that do that in the first six months of a year. So sure. it's, uh, it was, that was three of us too. I mean, you know, we were, <laughs> we were grinding it out, man. It sounds uh, like it. Well, obviously things have changed some since then. So tell us a little bit about uh, your team of land specialists and why opening new offices was a good decision. Well, we, our first, our first hire was, was a gentleman by the name of Jay Manning. He lives out in Spring Hope, which is on the other side of Rocky Mount, as you know, um, you know, about halfway to, to Raleigh from Rocky Mount. And, you know, Jay's a big old boy. And I mean, he's just got a big gregarious personality and he's just a hoot to be around. And, 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 and he's a worker. I mean, this guy was, you know, just like us. I mean, he was driven and just, you know, going through the same thing with, you know, builder, uh, had just, you know, gone through the same, you know, recession that we had, he was hungry just like we were. And he went to work and, and, uh, and we started to, to make some things happen. 
and uh, and then you know it a couple of years goes by and and you know we're we're starting to you know get some traction, get some success, really begin to pick up some an extra footprint, you know, and covering a lot more of the state. And we were having some talks with a, a group out of Lake Waccamaw, and they were interested in getting some support and some marketing support, which we had, you know, built a really good marketing platform. That was a lot of what I had to do the first year that we were working with it. And so it was uh, Bud Cook and Marty Lanier. These guys are are the best of the best. And and we were able to come in there, and we, we, we bought their franchise out and made them part of our team. That was one of the better moves we had ever done. Those guys are absolutely awesome and really great. And they had what we needed, which was, you know, experience uh, and, uh, and, a, and, and, and really strong depth uh, in, their, uh, in, their, in their portfolio and their knowledge. And we had what they needed, which was a really strong marketing platform so that they could promote their listings. It was, you know, a really good, a really good match. And then, you know, we started to notice that we really sort of needed to have a few sentinels out there, you know, like a buttress that we could put up to where we could protect the territory, uh, you know, and, and that was really important because we were, we were investing, you know, quite a bit of money and in, in gathering listings and things. So we decided that Greenville was a really good spot to put up a buttress and to sort of establish an office there that that was a good spot. Of course, you know, Greenville is the home of East Carolina University, Biden Medical Center, all that stuff. So it's it's really a, you know, a thriving community and is uh, is a, just a great spot, you know, for us to be. So, uh, you know, that was our decision. And we uh, we started to hire a few more agents, you know, then and, and, and grow our grow our team a little bit more. We picked up a gentleman out of Windsor, Josh Kilpatrick, who's a great guy. He's now the fire chief of Windsor, you know, just a great dude. And um, really started to grow our ranks. And, and you know, and that started, uh, started us on the, the track where we are now. Okay. Well, how long after that did you make the decision to move into Virginia? Um, it was in 2015. And... Uh, Danny Graham, John Drames, those two guys were really, you know, just really fantastic partners and just great guys, uh, really full of energy. Danny was retiring from the Virginia Department of Transportation. Uh, John was a very successful builder and, uh, and he was looking for, you know, some little sidebar that he could, you know, do some things. We opened up our first office in, in Suffolk, Virginia. Uh, those guys came out of the gate, started doing really well. Uh, it was just another, uh, another round of doing what I do. You know, I built another website, built another marketing platform, started to get some, some advertising vehicles happening up there in Virginia, started to build a listing base a couple years later or a year later, rather, um, we opened up our, our second office in Virginia in Cambridge. Uh, I'd met Johnny Seamster at a, uh, at a trade show and he was all fired up and just, you know, all in Mossy Oak the whole way. And, you know, and he's, he's proven to be, you know, just a really great asset for the company. He's our principal broker in Virginia right now. And it's just, you know, does a great job. He's a great leader. People love working for him. I mean, we are, we are really blessed to have uh, some of the best land specialists. I think there are in the country, certainly in the state. And I could not be more proud of where these guys are at right now. I mean, we're sitting on about 35 agents in both States. 
Uh, these guys are the best of the best, and I, I couldn't be more proud of them. Okay. All right. So what can the viewers expect to see from us this year? I mean, what's new? What's next with the Land and Farms Realty Group? Well, it's and thanks for asking. You know, we we're we're constantly trying to renovate, constantly trying to innovate, constantly trying to do things different, and are always looking for the next thing that we can do to help our agents, help our company, help our clients. Uh, and and so we're, we've embarked on a, a brand new website. We're going to be building this year. It's going to be a monster. I mean, we are really excited about it. I can't really get into too many details about it. It's still, you know, we're we're developing. Uh, a lot of the bells and whistles and things, but I, I promise you it'll be special. Landonfarmsrealty.com will be the new moniker for that website. And we're really excited about it. Of course, we're working with Mike at Social Joey, doing a lot on social media. That is proven to be really spectacular. Uh, we've got some TV spots that we've done. Um, those, as you know, on, on social media are getting quite a play. I think we've had 40,000 views of, uh, of our videos in, in the last uh, 10 days, which is, uh, you know, really special. I mean, thanks to Mike for that. I mean, he's done a great job. Those guys at Social Joey are terrific. Um, there's all kinds of digital uh, uh, ads that we're doing with Google and things and, you know, just really trying to mix it up. I mean, today's marketing, today's marketplace is, uh, is radically different than it was nine, 10 years ago when we first got started. So we're just trying to embrace technology as much as we can. I think you've heard me say it a hundred times, you know, we're a technology company that sells real estate. That's right. You know, and we are, you know, that's it. And I think the key to our success and continued success is going to be grabbing a hold of all of that technology, you know, that we can, we, we started, you know, you know, this, we, we started a new uh, transaction management software this year and to help our staff keep track of the 350 transactions that we do every year. This makes things go really smooth for our buyers and sellers. Uh, it's a, it's a very uh, good way to keep everything organized when you're doing that much, you know, you really got to have a pulse on it. So one of our staff members is a dedicated, uh, transaction manager. and She does an awesome job. Um, uh, the other thing is that, you know, we've, uh, we're, we're installing a brand new contact management system, which is really awesome. And it allows us to, to be able to keep up with our clients. I mean, if you're like me, I mean, I, I, right now I've got a hundred, literally 122 customers that I'm, I'm working for, you know, right now to try to find, you know, properties for here in Eastern North Carolina and, you know, managing that volume just, you know, takes a minute. Well, you know, I don't care who you are. You, you've got to embrace it, you know, technology with this. You've got to use the tools that are available to you to be able to manage that kind of workflow and keep up with everybody. So it's, it's going to help out. So that's, those are the things that are new and what we're working on, and we're, we're pretty excited about it. Okay. Well, you know, this is episode one of the Find Your Favorite Place podcast. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, but why would our listeners want to continue listening? I mean, you know, where do you see this going in the future? Uh, it, you know, it's a great question. And, and, and I'm, so I'm going to give you a kind of a long answer to this because, you know, we've been, we've been thinking about this for, you know, quite a while and we've had a lot of conversations about it. And, you know, first of all, I, I think, you know, a podcast, you know, I don't know about you, but you know, we, I got a lot of windshield time ahead of me, you know, every day, you know, I'm on the road and, you know, I mean, I like country music and all that stuff. I mean, that's all good and well, but you know, I also like to use that time to get a little smarter uh, and uh, listen to some things that I think are interesting. You know, so I listen to podcasts. You know, S- sometimes I'm I'm in the car for 
you know, three, four, five, six hours, you know, and I can listen to some of these podcasts are a couple of hours long. And if they're engaging and I'm learning something, you know, then I keep going back to the well, you know, I keep going back to those podcasts and I've got a few favorites and I know you do too. But um, one of the things that I, I noticed was there's a lot of podcasts out there that are about the outdoors, right? They're about hunting, fishing, all kinds of good stuff. Um, I, I've yet to find a podcast that, that spoke about the process of, per, I mean, there's even podcasts out there about, you know, just buying regular homes and real estate. Sure. But I haven't heard anybody produce one for land. So I felt like, okay, here's an opportunity. This is an opportunity to do something that's really special, that's different than everybody else. So starting the podcast to do specifically with land. Now, you know, so, so why, why this? Well, you know, I'm, I'm not Toxie Hayes. I'm, I'm not Cuz Strickland. I, you know, I don't own thousands of acres of property um, and where, you know, and, and all this stuff, you know, I am just like most of our buyers that we deal with. You know, I've, I've reached an age and a, you know, a, 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 a place financially where buying a farm is front of mind. And I'm going through this experience right now. I'm in the middle of it. You know, I'm looking, I'm agonizing over, is that the right place? Is this the right time? Is, is, is this a good time to get the, the loan is, you know, is, you know, what's going on with the timber market? Um, you know, where's the path of progress? You know, all of these things that I'm thinking about, I'm right in the middle of it. So, you know, what I wanted to, to do here was to use a podcast to where each week, for 52 weeks, we'll sit down with a topic and we'll say, okay, this week we're going to talk about um, conservation easements. Uh, this week we're going to talk about forestry management practices. This week we're going to talk about uh, land management and how to set up wildlife areas and buffers. And uh, maybe a week we talk about, you know, duck impoundments, you know, or, or lending or how, do you, how to make sure that, you know, you've got a, a, a deeded easement you know, to your property? What's, what's involved in a title search? What's a survey? How much should a survey cost? You know, who do you talk to when you're looking for a lender? Do you do a title uh, company to do your closing? Do you get an attorney? I mean, you know, the, the list goes on and on and on and on about, you know, the things that people just don't know about. If you've never bought land before, um, and you know, as well as I do, I mean, how many times do you have a conversation with a buyer and he goes, look, I I've, I've never purchased land before. I don't know the first thing about it. I'm really going to need some help here. Almost daily. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I think that this is a great platform to address all of those questions that we get every day. And what I want to encourage everybody to do is, Hey, you got a question about, you know, what's this about, you know, what do I got to do here, do there, you know, about buying land, you know, go ahead and, and send it over to our Facebook page. It's hashtag find your favorite place. And it's easy. You just send us a message and say, Hey, you know, I'd like to know a little bit about this. And we'll try to pick some time during the podcast to do some Q and a and answer some of our customer questions and, and field those questions and give them good answers and provide really good detail and really good content. So, I mean, this is the reason for it. I, I feel like that this is a really great platform. People can take 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, uh, listen to some things about that, that, that they're interested in. Tell us about what they're interested in. We'll go and, and make a podcast for it and uh, just have a vehicle that we can provide people with really useful 
information in a way that's 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 easy for them to um, uh, to to gather and to, and and to have. You know, Andrew, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the tables on you here real quick and uh, uh, ask you a few questions if you don't mind. So, sure. Uh, you know, um, you came to work for us um, right after graduating college. You got a degree from North Carolina State University in wildlife sciences, and uh, you came to work to, uh, for us right right after getting out of school. So, what you you know, tell us about, you know, what that, that's been like for you, you know, what's it like for you working, you know, for the uh, Mossy Oak Properties Land and Farms Realty Group? Sure. So uh, kind of a funny story is when I was in uh, college at NC State, I was writing part-time as a freelance uh, writer, you know, wildlife management articles, wildlife habitat management, stuff like that. And I had about two dozen published articles for Mossy Oak Gamekeepers, uh, Farming for Wildlife magazine, a uh, few for, uh, Wildlife in North Carolina, and then one for the Quality Deer Management Association's publication. So I came home one weekend, oddly enough, and I, I got a the, the spring fishing guide in the mail from... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right, the spring fishing guide, and on the back there was a Mossy Oak Properties ad. So I called the number, and uh, lo and behold, you picked up the phone, and I'll never forget this. You said, yeah, you know, send me your resume, and I'll, I'll send it down to the guys in Mississippi, and we'll see if we can get you a job there. So I was, you know, obviously I was pretty pumped up about that, but I said, uh, you know, I was born and raised in Eastern North Carolina. I'd like to stay here if, I, if at all possible. And you said, well, have you ever considered selling real estate? And the truth was I, I hadn't at the time. Uh, I've always liked dealing with people and I like, you know, being outside, but I'd never connected, you know, my degree, which was wildlife science and real estate. You know, I didn't think there was any connection there. So, you know, I did some research, got checking it out. And uh, I was pretty thrilled with it. You know, I really found out what Mossy Oak Properties was, you know, because up until then, it was just the ads that I saw in magazines. So, uh, actually, I met Billy at the Dixie Deer Classic uh, with Brian Dehart there. And (laughs) and that's when I kind of got a glimpse into the culture at at Mossy Oak Properties here. And, of course, it's it's grown and increased, and it's, it's better now than ever. But even then, at that time, it was enough to get me hooked. So uh, that was in the spring of 2014. Um, I graduated, and it was, I think, seven or ten days later, I was back at, you know, in class getting my real estate license. Now, that, now that wasn't easy for you, was it? I mean, <laughs> it, that, it was that, not that, easy. That was, that was not like, you know, a skip, you know, skip to the loo, my darling, right? I mean, it was, it was, it, it had its challenges, right? What, what was it? Tell us about what that was like, you know, going through the, the, the real estate course and all that kind of stuff. Well, it was pretty frustrating to me because it was not any more difficult than what I had learned at NC State, but it was a different type of exam. You know, with with my degree and my concentration, it was a lot of hands-on stuff. I was, a lot of labs. You know, I had two or three, you know, three or four-hour labs a week. So I'm a hands-on learner. So it was really difficult for me to learn, you know, buyer's agency, for example, and to be, you know, tested on that when I had never had a chance to apply that. So, uh, I, you know, that, that was tough. I did not enjoy it. Uh, I do not miss that sitting through that class at all. But luckily, uh, while I was taking that exam, uh, I worked part time at the Greenville office and I was able to, you know, upload a couple of listings here and there and really kind of get a small glimpse as to what, you know, it was like to be an admin. So I certainly have a great appreciation for our home office and what they do there. Um, it, you know, you think it's just answering phones and uploading, you know, pictures of properties online, but it's, it's much more detailed. It's much more uh you know, in depth than that. So uh, once I got my license, that was later in the year, late summer, 
Um, I started and as a provisional broker, and I was working in the Greenville office, and at the time, Billy was the broker in charge there. So I, I was the one who pestered him with questions <laughs> constantly. So I still am appreciative that uh, he answered all those questions and phone calls because I probably wasn't the best provisional broker to deal with at the time. But, you know, fast forward and, uh, you know, five, six years, now I'm the broker in charge there. Um, I have a few agents that work under me, and uh, I think the world of them. I enjoy it. Uh, just the culture, the people I work with, everything about it. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. It's it's really funny how it all just fell into place. And, you know, when I was at Raleigh, at NC State, I was, I was stressing out, trying to figure out where I was going to go, what I was going to do. And lo and behold, it just, it just kind of fell into my lap, and, and I'm very thankful for that. Well, we're thankful to have you, too. You know, you've been a great addition to the team. And, of course, you know, the, the, the people, everybody loves you. And, and, you know, you're doing great. So I think it's fascinating that, you know, you came out of college and, uh, and you know, you're right back into a, into a classroom setting. And, and, you know, you were working on the technology side of, of our business, you know, even while you were still taking the classes. So you got right in the middle of really the heartbeat of the business, you know, while you were still, you know, getting your license. So you remember, I mean, you know, what's going on today is the land summit, of course, which is the annual uh, Mossy Oak properties meeting. Do you remember your first trip to Mississippi for the land summit? When we went down there and got to meet everybody, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I mean, as far as the guys in North Carolina, you know, I had met Billy, I had met Brian and, uh, you know, I met them at a quickie stop in Rocky Mount about three o'clock in the morning as bad as that sounds, and uh, that's where they picked me up right off of 64, and that's when we embarked on the 12 to 13-hour journey to West Point, Mississippi. Ah, yes. So, but I loved it there. Uh, I, I met Cus Strickland. I met Toxie Hayes. I thought that was awesome to just be able to meet those guys who obviously have a lot of clout, you know, they're, you know, the, the founders and the president and the managers or what have you of a, you know, a large nationwide brand. And here I am as a part-time admin, don't even have my license yet. And I was able to go up to those guys and shake their hands. And, you know, they were proud to have me on board and they were talkative. They asked me questions and I could tell they cared. And I could tell then that, you know, this was not just your typical, you know, real estate firm. You know, it's not a meat market. It's not, you know, oh, do you have a license and a pulse? Sure, we'll hire you. You know, these guys actually cared. And, of course, that also goes without saying for the guys in North Carolina, such as Billy and Brian and those guys. Well, thank you. You know, uh, I think it's really important when you talk about, you know, the company culture. You know, I think one of the things I'm most proud of is the way that we've evolved our company culture inside of the, the you know, under the umbrella, if you will, of, of the larger, you know, Mossy Oak brand. You know, I, I the thing that I really enjoy the most is the fact that, you know, we're one big family. I mean, you got 35 guys with their wives, girlfriends, kids. They show up. Remember last year at our family reunion, what we called our our, our annual family reunion. We had a a big outdoor picnic uh, for everybody and people come together you know that live four or five hours apart and they come together and they're just like you know like you live right down the street everybody's laughing and joyful and and they enjoy that and you know what that tells me is everybody really loves what they do and i mean that's a i mean think about it there's not a lot of people out there that can really say you know when i get up in the morning and put my boots on you know i absolutely love what I get to do every day. And I think it shows in our work. It shows when we walk into the woods with a customer, 
you know, you know how I get when I get in the woods, man. I get I get walking around oh, yeah. and I'll find a doggone deer trail or you know, a bear scratch it on a tree, a rub, you know, whatever, and I get like a little kid in a candy store. And I think that's infectious. You know, people see that and they're like, they get I'm fired up because I'm seeing this stuff and they're fired up. And it's just, you know, that's what makes it great. I mean, you know, where can you where can you go and, and spend a day in the woods almost every day? And go and have a, a just a, a great time, you know, working with clients and customers and help them accomplish their greatest dreams, you know, of, of owning their own piece of ground. And, you know, that old fistful of dirt thing is is really pretty cool. But, you know, it means a lot. And, and I think it's really rewarding. And, and you see it, too. You know, we all see it. But I just think it's, you know, it's really a blessing to have, you know, such great people uh, like you, Andrew, like our team. Uh and, and, you know, we're going to have a lot more to come. We're going to get those guys in here. We're going to try to get every one of our agents to come in, talk on the podcast, you know, tell tell their story, uh, get them to connect with their clients and, and really make it a, you know, a special time. So this is all about us connecting with you, our, our clients, our customers. Uh, again, if you do have any questions about, uh, you know, anything having to do with land at all, uh, we don't care what it is. Uh, just remember, hashtag find your favorite place. Send us a message on Facebook. We'll get it right away. Both Andrew and I are looking at that all the time. Uh, we'll, we'll field your questions on, uh, on the podcast and, uh, and get things going. So uh, this is going to wrap us up for episode number one. So thanks for joining us. Please come back. Uh, you can check us out uh, in just about every place that you can find a podcast, Apple Google, all those kind of fun places. You'll, we'll also try to post the, our weekly episodes up on our Facebook page. Again, that's hashtag find your favorite place. Uh, my name is Billy McOwen. I'm your host. Uh, my guest today was Andrew Walters, our broker in charge for the Greenville office. And uh, we thank you an awful lot for, for joining us today. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you next week.